Well, hello everybody. This is Video Games Daily. I'm Scott Johnson, and today was a big day. It was a big day for me. Red Dead Redemption 2's trailer came out. It's official. I guess it's this official second trailer. The other thing was a teaser, but it's like a real trailer. It's got dialogue in it, some story elements, a bunch of other environmental stuff. And it has bows and arrows, because I guess people have been asking for that stuff. So they're bringing back the... Uh, uh, a weapon, or maybe even the weapon from Red Dead Revolver, if you remember that original game. Anyway, it's a weapon die that was sorely missed in the previous game. Red Dead Redemption 2's new story trailer shows off the hero, Arthur Morgan, drawing a arrow while hunting in the Wild West, something we never got to see John Marsden do in the previous game. This may seem like a small thing, but there's reason to be excited about that. The bow and arrow was a popular choice for players of Revolver, the 2004 action western. It would then go on to inspire Red Dead Redemption, its follow-up. Anyway, it looks real cool. Outlaws and cowboys could have used bows. One user wrote in a thread advocating for the return of the bows. Rockstar said, all right, sure, whatever. Uh, they haven't given us any word on the on the Native American front in terms of characters or story. Uh, but it uh, the trailer shows uh, Morgan and his gang. And then there's some bows. And I also see a character in there that looks like he might be Native American, who looks pretty cool. So, anyway, doesn't matter. How excited am I for Red Dead Redemption 2? Easily the most excited for any game I, I am at all. There's no game I'm more interested in right now. As excited as I am for, I mean, Mario Odyssey, right, probably right below that. But Red Dead Redemption was the best game of the last generation. I'm 100% on that. The 360 PS3 era, no better game. And it never showed up on PC, which is still a freaking shame. Uh, I, I have hope about this one because the fact is these new consoles are basically PCs. So I think there's a real good chance of it. But man, oh man, I got to wait until 2018. That blows. I cannot wait for this game. new Nintendo Switch games are out this week. That's the most they've ever released in a single week. From the arcade archives to Sparkle 2, this is a big one. All right, here's what you're going to get. Most of these are smaller smaller indie titles, as you may know, but uh, there are also some familiar names in there, like the original Mario Brothers, FIFA, FIFA 18. I guess it's out tomorrow, but anyway. Yeah, the 29th? Yeah, Friday. Marks the soccer franchise's return to a Nintendo console after several years away. The last time EA released a FIFA game for one of the Nintendo platforms was way back in 2014 with FIFA 15. It wasn't that long ago. Come on. Anyway, a bunch of other new significant uh, titles, but smaller, you know, the bigger, smaller shadows these things are going to cast. But anyway, whatever. Probably the most exciting uh, among these is probably Picross X console version of the cult hit puzzle game. Uh, also, Arcade Archives Mario Brothers, which launched yesterday. It's first of the new arcade ports. That thing's eight bucks. I don't know how I feel about the eight bucks. That seems like a lot to me. In fact, a lot of people are asking that question: Why is it so freaking much? Seven ninety nine. I don't know. I mean, probably worth it, right? I mean, whatever. But the same game was on Virtual Console for four ninety nine. So if you had a Wii U, a Wii, a three DS, you were already playing that game for a lot less money. So I don't know how I feel about that. Eight bucks, pretty pretty steep. Uh, the other game I'm very interested in is a weird golf game called Golf Story. It's combining golf, 
uh, some RPG stuff and a full-fledged story mode. And I'm buying that damn thing. That looks really interesting to me. I don't know what it is about golf games. What is it? I don't even like golf. But golf video games? They've got me by the noodle. Towers of Babel, Conga Master Party, Inverse Deluxe, Neo Geo Burning Fight, Brave Dungeon. Uh, Let's see. Demo, Sparkle 2, as I mentioned. Lovers of a Dangerous Space Time. Great game. Astro Bears Party, uh, Physical Contact, Picture Place, uh, Pan Capu, whatever the hell that is. Uh, One Piece, Unlimited World Red Deluxe. That sounds Japanesey. Binaries and Butcher. Those are your games. Get ready. Right, uh, Vegas. That's where you go, right? You go to Vegas. You gamble. You throw a bunch of money away. Really, some people win, and then you think, "Ooh, I could win," and then you don't win, but you think you do, and then you go back and you spend more money. You know, that's Las Vegas for you. Well, now you can gamble on Pac-Man. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> uh, it's a new slot machine, sort of, not really, but it's from a slot machine manufacturer. They're going to put competitive Pac-Man into a casino near you. It's not going to be a one-armed bandit who eats nickels or whatever. It's called Pac-Man Battle Casino. Multiplayer machine comes with uh, come com- comes complete rather with the blessing of Bandai Namco. So this is licensed, and a demo unit will be playable at the Global Gaming Expo in Las Vegas next week. I'm going to try to get an interview uh, with my buddy Metzula in Vegas, who is going to be, uh, be attending that event and could report back on this and other games. Anyway, developer and manufacturer Gambit Gaming bills itself as the leader. Uh, of publishing for real money and skill-based gaming for land-based casinos as opposed to the water-based ones, I guess. Anyway, like ships and stuff. Battle uh, Battle Casino was developed in partnership with Bandai Namco. It seems to be loosely based on Pac-Man Battle Royale, if you guys remember that thing that was in arcades back in, I think, like 2010, 2011. Two to four players place a wager before the game starts, and the winner gets to spin on the prize wheel. Payouts are based on luck, not the amount wagered. Platform will be in the uh, Gambit Model G, which is a custom-made machine for the millennial scene. Has a touchscreen device, uh, so you can poke at the screen to do what you want. Includes amenities like purse hooks, cup holders, and a USB charging port. Going after those millennials, yo. <laughs> uh, they're going to do other gambling machines based on mobile classic, the mobile classic Cut the Rope, and the newly released Road Redemption, the spiritual successor to Road Rage. They're literally making a gambling machine out of that. So get your ass to Vegas. Check that stuff out. Assassin's Creed Origins has a really weird mode being added. It's a non-zero... They're calling it zero combat mode coming next year. It's basically a learning add-on or a learning mode that offers lectures and tours of ancient Egypt. This is a very interesting idea. I mean, these games have always been really interesting, historically speaking, all of the Assassin's Creed games. So the fact that they're finally doing this in one of these is really kind of rad. They're going to release the educational mode in early 2018. It'll be absent all the combat and the action. It's being designed to teach players about life in ancient Egypt. Discovery tour by Assassin's Creed Ancient Egypt is what it's called. It's going to be released on all the major platforms. 
including PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. In Discovery Tour mode, players can travel around the game's entire open world, visit locations like Alexandria, Memphis, and the Giza Plateau. You guys forget Memphis was a famous Egyptian city or Egyptian thing. Do you guys know that? Did you know that? You hear it now and you go, oh, Memphis, they make some damn good barbecue over there. You hear it? But that's, it's, it's like this ancient name. Anyway, uh, you'll see people working, <clears throat> going about their lives. You'll see animals. Historians and Egyptologists will also offer tours based on their own area of expertise. So that would include things like Great uh, Pyramids, Mummification, the life of Cleopatra. Uh, it's set around the time of Cleopatra, so that's kind of where you're at. Anyway, I think that's awesome. Pretty stoked about it. The one thing I don't understand is, is it just part of the game? They're adding it as a patch? Or do I got to pay separate for this? They don't say. So I find that a little fishy. I hope that's just included or it's included for those who buy the game and it can be bought separately if you don't want to play the game, but you just want this educational experience, which I think is a pretty rad thing. And I'd like to see it maybe in some classrooms. We shall see, won't we? Will we? Could we? Do we? We will. Okay, I got into that Fortnite Battle Royale deal. Uh, very Only a couple games, so very cursory experience so far. All right, here's what I'm going to tell you. All right, that is that is a... <laughs> I mean, okay, it's I, I hard. It's hard to call it a ripoff because, you know, video games genre stuff gets uh, co-opted by everybody. You could argue that World of Warcraft was a EverQuest ripoff, or you could argue that, uh, I don't know, what's another thing? It's Team Fortress Two is a ripoff of earlier shooters, or that Overwatch is a ripoff of Team Fortress Two. Like, like you could levy this accusation against a lot of games because you know genres are genres, right? Well. <laughs> this thing, just so all of that being said, this thing is kind of the spitting image in terms of mechanic mechanics, uh, with the exception of some base building and some defense stuff. But uh, you literally fly into, well, you go to an area where everyone's just hanging out. Then a hundred of you are put into the queue. You fly over a giant map in a in a bus with a with a balloon holding it up instead of an airplane, and then you bail. You hit the space bar instead of F. You bail out of that thing and you fly down just like you do in PUBG and you pop your chute toward the end and then you go to a place and try to scavenge stuff and start fighting. And I'm going to say something a little controversial. I kind of know that they're ripping them off or at least they're taking advantage of this hot new thing, right? No question. This is the company, the the parent company who makes the engine that PUBG is based on, so it's kind of crazy. But at any rate... I'm going to say it might be better for me. It's more polished. This game's not even really done yet, right? It's still in technically early access. But, but, uh, well, both games are, but it's more polished. The graphics feel more, I don't know. I feel like I'm playing a video game, not not a school project a little bit. And no offense to PUBG, but it's a little janky. It's a little broken in a lot of ways. There's a lot of sort of weird aiming mechanics and strange movement stuff and getting stuck in the world geometry and vehicle stuff is weird and all that and this feels more finished even down to a real simple thing like when your shoot pops the other game i glitch out all over the place when that happens you can't really see where you're landing uh that doesn't happen here you land smoothly you're bam you're on the road you're shooting dudes and you're playing i'm kind of impressed and they hit a million concurrent players (laughs) 
already. So maybe that was the idea. Hey, Fortnite, you ever hear of that? Guess what? Here we are. We're PUBG. Get used to it. It feels a little dirty to say this, but I think I might spend more time in there. There, I said it!